Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about making LinkedIn work for you. You know, I talk all the time about being on LinkedIn, so I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned, and hopefully you can be able to implement these tips, which are going to come to you after this short break. back. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have been listening for the first time, thank you and welcome. If you've been listening for multiple times, giving you a big old digital hug, thank you so much for enjoying this time we have together. So let's talk about LinkedIn. I I definitely... Of all the platforms that I have been on for business, I'm really enjoying LinkedIn the most. And I want to explain why on a lot of different, for a lot of different reasons. I, I love LinkedIn for pro- professionally as a business coach because we're on LinkedIn to talk about business and we're talking about lessons learned and ways to connect with people and network. And when people are on a business platform, they typically are not kind of just not being like, you know, jovial. They're not just, you know, doing it for leisure. They're usually doing it for in, for intent. It's basically a place where business people collide from all different industries and we get to learn and exchange ideas. So I, I, I personally, I'm not saying that you can't get that on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people grow their business very successfully on Twitter or on Facebook or heck, even Reddit, you know, or some of the other places. But I just found, for me, I've enjoyed the best place where I can have the ability to write long-form posts, have the the chance of kind of doing, like, um, infographics, um, to be able to make videos, just a lot of different content ideas um, and content formats that all in one place. I mean, the one thing that I will say... Um, that I don't really care for LinkedIn is uh, the analytics, but there are solutions around that. We can uh, talk about that if a, at a later time. If you send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com, if I get enough interest about that, I can kind of talk a little bit long form about the analytics on all the platforms because it's really important for um, us if we're going to be building our business and leveraging on social media to understand how these platforms work, how certain posts can be served to some people and not others. So there's a, actually a big a longer science behind that. But this post, it's really more dedicated to talk about just the bundles and basics on LinkedIn and maybe some things that you maybe knew about LinkedIn, but just haven't taken advantage of. So I'm going to go line by line. I have a little list here um, of things that I think are really important as you're, you're, if you're going to be on LinkedIn, make LinkedIn work and having all of these things kind of put together, it's going to really benefit you. So um, first and foremost, I know this sounds really silly, but I want you to upload a good, clean photo of you and preferably a photo of you, a good, nice headshot of you with nothing in the background. um, And so that you people can have a really nice, clean, like visualization of your face. And this message is for ladies. My 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 concern to you, ladies, is if you um, haven't done so, your 
image, your photo image should be a nice, good, professional headshot of you, ideally wearing makeup. I hate to say this, but yes, ideally wearing makeup because as much as we like to think like, okay, we can come as our as ourselves and, you know, people can judge us, won't judge us as long as we're acting professional, that the answer is absolutely not. So have your headshot, ideally have a professional headshot of you taken with your hair done and your makeup done, smiling, right? Nice showing your teeth and just looking excited and happy because that's the first thing people are going to see when they look at your face is what kind of image um, are they broadcasting? Like what are they telling the world about how they view themselves? That's your first opportunity for people to get to know you. Um, I have seen other people do kind of different things. Like for example, um, there's this one person that I know, he's a chef uh, on LinkedIn and he wears his chef hat and he's, you know, out in the, in the, in the, his image. I have other people that I know who, um, in their profile photos, they try to have fun with it. And this one guy has his head upside down. You can actually change the orientation of your profile picture. I personally find like the, if you can have like a nice clean image of yourself where people are not distracted from everything else, um, that's ideal. If you can be able to uh, showcase um, your hands if possible, that means like, because there's a, there's a lot of um, trust that comes in if you can show your hands. I mean, that means that it's more of a full body rather than just a headshot. And that's okay too. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, have a professional photo of you in the, the way that generally just most represents you, right? That's all that I'm asking. Just have an image that represents who you are. And I've seen other people, um, they choose to have like a border, like a background color or whatever. Like, for example, if you go on my LinkedIn page, uh, you'll, might no- you'll notice that on my profile, my profile image, there is, is, is in yellow. And there's a reason behind that I chose as yellow because if you go on my website, if you go on to all my other stuff, you'll see yellow. And yellow represents me. That's my brand. And um, I wanted to be consistent on that across the board. So I just want to make sure that you, um, whatever color that you chose, like it is just representative of you. And it goes right down to even if not your background, just the colors that you wear of, of what your the clothing that you wear. There's this one guy, I'll just say um, another one, uh, his pump company is called Purple, Purple Virtual Meetings, and um, he uh, intentionally wears purple everything, purple and his and his his suit and purple and his background image and all of that, um, because he doesn't want, and he actually has the phrase over and over again, go purple, go purple. I mean, when I think about purple, I think about this guy, right? That was done intentionally. So I want you to be really intentional about right down to the colors that you use. I made a little course on my website, denisegelee.com. It's my free on-demand master course on uh, branding. I click on that if you're interested to learn more about how to use colors um, as part of your branding. So I want you to take advantage of that. But going back to the... um, 
to this idea of colors, um, there, I, I definitely love using yellow because it's bright and it's energetic. It makes you happy. But, you know, you can choose whatever colors that you believe, you know, align with who you are and your values and, and whatnot. I used to do blue a lot and I still do love the color blue. It's very calming, it's soothing, it's reassuring. But now I've kind of shifted into more of an energetic momentum type color. So that's why I'm doing yellow. But you choose what what works well for you. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk to you is about your banner. Your banner is um, really an important uh, feature of your website because when they're going to look at your website, at, at your LinkedIn profile, they're also going to look at your banner. So um, you, again, you can go on my LinkedIn profile and you'll see that I have my banner includes, again, another photo of me as well as um, my website. Both of the images were professional photos of me. So, you know, I just wanted to have people kind of see me, um, you know, in a, in a very relaxed, professional way. Okay. So you can do... Um, these images, um, you can edit them via Canva or Photoshop. Um, there's a lot of other different software. You kind of choose the one that kind of works well for you. Or I highly advise you, if you don't know what you're doing with kind of your header and your background, just pay someone on Fiverr, you know, to have your um, a nice little banner uh, created up for you. There's no reason why you should just settle with the default LinkedIn banner. Okay. Now let's talk about your headline. So after you obviously you have your name, you have your headline and your headline really should be a summary like of who you are and what you do. I've seen a lot of people say, I help clients do blah, 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 or I uh, fit or 50 million closes within the first year or, you know, some type of like awesome, like, like achievement or whatever. For me, I just, I've summarized myself as a content strategy wizard for consultants because that's kind of in a nutshell, you know, what I do is I help people bring out the most dynamic form of them online and I use content as a lure. So that's that's what works for me. You choose what works for you. <laughs> and uh, I want you to be um, also... Um, keeping uh, everyone aware of, you know, your work preferences, if you're open to work or uh, your, you know, the services you provide, being very clear about who you are and what you do is really important. Now, let's talk about the about section. This is where I find a lot of people stumble and they drop the ball on is on their about section is I just want you to really use that about section to be a encapsulment of everything that your ideal client is looking for, right? This is not necessarily about all your achievements and all the wonderful awards that you do. Like this is really more about even though it's technically about you, it's more about them. This is where you explain your how you help people, why you help people, your experience that allows you to help people, and kind of everything that kind of clears up any mystery about why you currently do what you're doing. I always advise like my clients that um, if they're not clear about what they're doing, 
and why they're online, odds are your ideal client is going to be confused if they're if you didn't take the time. So I I I definitely refresh my my about section every six or so months because you know I I definitely feel like you know as my business grows and evolves, I grow and evolve, and I think about different things and. It, it kind of shifts. So, but I recently, I, the last time I changed, I think was around December or January. Um, now I was recording this episode. We're in March of 2021, but I think I did it in December or January, December 2020 or January of this year. Anyway, the point is, it's, it's still rather recent. So I don't think I'm going to change it anytime soon. Um, I'm very clear about. Um, I have five main things about who I am. Um, you don't have to have it list out in five things, but I just want to make it very clear to my ideal audience. Like, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. These are my values. Uh, as a personal brand, it is more important than anything else uh, for me than having people like understand me and my values and where I stand. So you choose how you want to... Uh, dress up your about section, but I'm happy about my about section. It's a really good explaining explanation about me, but you choose what works well for you. Now let's talk about your featured section. The featured is not necessarily, this is where I see people kind of like go a little goofy with this. People think to use your feature section only to t- like feature like the most like popular posts that you've ever done or the posts that like got you the most likes and shares and whatever, right? I post, my, my featured section, it's really all the things that I want people to know about me, what matters most to me. So my feature, the first thing is on my featured is my podcast because I want people to be listening to my podcast like you're listening to my podcast right now, right? Draw people, the first thing they should be focused on, the first thing you want their eyes on. So you have to be really clear about that. Then I talk about the, my, my other featured or things that where I think it's going to be really helpful for my ideal client. And then scroll down and um, fill out your experience fully. Every single, like I wouldn't say every single one, but the ones that are most relevant to you know helping your clients and um, as well as your licenses and certifications if applicable. Um, volunteering, if applicable, uh, your skills, endorsements. And then the next section is uh, um, through your recommendations. Now, I recommend that you um, have someone recommend you or in addition to getting asking for recommendations from other people. I think it's really important, especially like as you're trying to grow your business and um you know, get some brand recognition that people be able to recognize uh, who you are and, and what you do. So uh, that's my, my suggestion. Hope um, do with it as you would like, but that's I think that's a good idea to have people uh, to vouch for you as well as you vouching for other people. I don't think it's just so much get get as many vouchers from other people. People want to know that you can give as much as... Um, you expect um, for people to want information about you as well. So, 
So there's another section that says, uh, reach out to you for. So be very clear again, um, what, how you help people, uh, what, what you're looking for. Are you, are you just want to chat with people? Are you in paid consulting? Are you advising? Are you mentoring? Like, be really clear about what you're here on LinkedIn to do. And lastly, the contact information, your contact information um, should be um, have a very clear idea of how people uh, can find you. You have the choice of having it visible to everybody or visible to just certain people. Personally, and this is my recommendation to you, is that you want um, to keep your email address private rather than public. And you may say like, well, how am I not going to have like leads or whatnot? And so let me explain to you. There are a lot of people who will scrape email addresses. There's a service, if you haven't heard of it, it's called email scraping. And this is where people just literally like grab the email addresses and they just include you on this mailing list. And if unless, unless you love being solicited by strangers all day, every day, um, save yourself the headache and make your settings private so that uh, no one has your email address other than LinkedIn. So that's definitely has helped me personally from just having a bunch of people just spam me all day. Um, but you know, you choose whatever you feel like works for you. Cause, um, I don't like being spammed. I, I don't think you want to be spammed, but that's just, just me. So you have to choose what, whatever works for you, but I've known some people who just have literally right on their like their email over and over like um, I'm sorry the email address um everywhere on all their stuff and they don't have any problems with that and in fact they encourage people uh, to contact them so but I think you should just do whatever works for you and I think that is it regarding the profile so let's. Uh, transition to a another part of um, making LinkedIn work for you is um, your connections. Your connections are so super, super vital to the whole process. I, I know that there's a lot of people who just feel like, well, let me just try to um, like set up connections with just everyone you know, and, and just to build up the network and whatnot. And I would highly advise you not to do that for a lot of reasons. Um, first and foremost, you, if you're going to be on LinkedIn, understand that people are there to network, not just for sales, right? They're looking for people who have common interests and common ideas. And the people who are most successful play the long game on, on LinkedIn. They're not just looking for people who would only look like an ideal client. It could be someone who could be a colleague or someone that you can bounce ideas with or collaborate on a LinkedIn Live or a Facebook Live or whatever, right? So just be really mindful of who the people that you want to connect with. Um, make sure that the people that you connect with are people that you can definitely see yourself interacting five, six years from now, not just a one-off thing. And that, that's the mistake that I made, especially myself on um you know, social media is that in the desperation to just be friends with everyone, and you know that could breathe. I I definitely 
did not take advantage of, you know, seeking friendships with people who would more or less be a, a, a an ally or, you know, someone I could just be bouncing off and friends with. We need more than ever on social media to have connections with people who can help us motivate us and encourage us and help us get to the next level, not just people that we can send, like, message for if, you know, they're they're available for work and we're not. And the, this is the last thing that I really want to share. This has just been on my mind. Like, I wish somebody, I, I could just wish I could just scream this loud and clear to anyone who will listen. And it's that do not think just because you've accepted a LinkedIn request, you can easily launch into a sales page and their direct message. Um, I don't feel like you may you you could i guess play the numbers game and try to get a sale here and there you know just for sure volume of messaging people but i truly believe like the best way of long term building your your brand is through um commenting and connecting and sharing your knowledge with others in a like a very calm cool non salesy kind of way i mean that's just my my advice there's more to it, but I definitely feel like if you're intentionally trying to connect with the right people um, and you're just really trying to like share your ideas and not necessarily only thinking about how fast and quick you can get the sale, I think you'll really enjoy yourself on LinkedIn. I definitely also believe that LinkedIn is a place where um, you can do a lot of other wonderful things. If you haven't taken advantage of LinkedIn groups, LinkedIn lives, um, there is a clubhouse uh, group called LinkedIn International. Uh, they they meet daily. You can send me a message at hello, denisechili.com if you are an a Apple user or you have an iPad or whatever, um, you can uh, tune in to LinkedIn Live, LinkedIn International Live on the Clubhouse, where they also share a lot of tricks and trips. Tick trips? <laughs> I'm garbling this. Uh, tricks and tips that can um, also be of use to you. But I'll definitely say that there's a lot of people who want to help you uh, succeed on LinkedIn. And um, I, in the short time that I've been back on LinkedIn, I used to have an account many years ago. This is my second account. Now I'm regrowing it. You know, I've found there's so many people who just want to reach out and help and support. And I definitely feel like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are spammy there, but there's a lot more people who really just want to help um, encourage um, and support um, other people grow their business and just expand their network. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this time that we've had has been really beneficial. If you have any questions or comments or concerns about what I wrote, I'm hoping that you'll reach out to me at hello at denisegeely.com. Love to keep the conversation going. And like I said, if you had any other questions about that branding, like you go on hello denisegeely.com, there is a free course called On Branding. So I check that out because I definitely talk a lot more about colors and stuff like that. So if you decide to uh, take a stab at your own graphics, uh, 
it's a good resource for you. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was beneficial. Take care and be awesome.